Hello. I thought today I would talk about what I would do if I were the Prime Minister of Canada. Since we have an election coming up, I've been thinking about this a little bit, so... Um, one of the first things that comes to mind is Indigenous issues, and people talk about consultation and respecting Indigenous rights. I think what I would do is, first of all, abolish the concept of crown land. In Canada, land that isn't owned by anyone is called crown land, and it's owned, I guess, hypothetically by the government of Canada. Um, and there's certain rules for how to, how to use that land. If you want, you can go camping on that land. If you, for a certain amount of time, like you, there's a limit for how long you can camp on crown land. And sometimes you can hunt if you follow the hunting regulations and things like that. I don't know that much about it, but I would abolish that concept crown crown meaning like the crown of the queen of, of England like crown land and I would first of all rename it indigenous land or something like that and then start the probably a long process of figuring out what the jurisdiction is for the indigenous people around that land and who, I mean, they could figure that out amongst themselves <clears throat> too. And this would be a very hard process because now what are the rules for going on that land? <clears throat> I think the indigenous people would have to make those rules and decide how they're to be followed. And if settlers want to use that land, they would have to also follow those rules, which might be complicated, like don't hunt too much, which, which is like, what's too much? But anyway, it would be a long and hard process, but just starting it, I think, is a important thing that has to happen. And I think one of the other things I would do about indigenous issues is this concept, the, the governance structure of indigenous nations that they have today, I, I think I hear people calling it chief and council. I believe that was imposed on the indigenous people the government of Canada said, we won't recognize you as an indigenous nation unless you have this specific governance structure that we want you to have. And so I would start a fund maybe <clears throat> to help the indigenous people restore their traditional governance structures, whatever that may be. And it's probably different for each nation
but there would there would be support there would be government support for people who are going around and asking their elders what what's the governance structure that we had before our chief and council and reforming that across the country so that so that we can actually have relationship with the nation as it wants to be, not as we imposed on it. And the governance structure is actually really important. Their traditional governance structures, I hear some of them don't have one leader, but they, they have the grandmother's council as the, the leading um, group of people. Uh, and that would result in different kinds of decisions and that would help with what to do with this with the indigenous land and how to really do true consultation when we're talking about projects that that government that the government of Canada wants to complete on on indigenous land and we need to consult with the indigenous people to get their permission, but we have this false governance structure. So th those are two, two small things I would do. I, you know, as prime minister, <laughs> I would try to do things that are fairly simple and easy to understand so that everyone can get on board. I mean, no, not a whole lot of people know that chief and council is not the traditional governance structures of indigenous nations. But if I announce that, on a national platform so that everyone would know that I'm pretty sure everyone would support that. Another thing that is related to this, I mean, climate change is, is related to this. Indigenous people are worried about climate change and they're probably going to be the most affected by it as as indigenous people attempt to continue their traditional ways of living, climate change is going to make that a lot harder. And this is a very complicated issue because there's so many people in this country who rely on fossil fuels for be staying alive and being healthy and getting their medicine and their food. <clears throat> um, and there are people who don't believe that fossil fuels are causing climate change. So it's very hard for me to achieve my goal of doing something simple that will that everyone will agree to that will be a positive thing when it comes to fossil fuels. What I think is something that is simple yet 
big is I would all the army the military that we have like in reserve I would train them on ecosystem restoration and under under the guidance of ecologists and indigenous knowledge keepers go out into the into forests that perhaps were cut down 200 years ago or maybe they're developed and abandoned and maybe it's i don't know forests that need help and restore that forest to the healthiest that we can make it you know when when europeans first came here they they noticed how abundant nature was you know f- fish in the rivers you could like the fish was full of the river was full of fish like you couldn't you couldn't stick your hand in without touching a fish and trees that were you know 20 feet diameter and just just abundant life everywhere and i hear that that's not actually the natural state of things that abundance was there because the indigenous people were here to to take care of the forest and help it live that way the indigenous people were gardeners of the life on all of earth and they they knew what to do in order to create that abundance and now that they're unable to do a lot of those things and we don't have as much fish in the rivers and we don't have the trees and we don't have a lot of the life that was there and of course the settlers have cut down the trees and actively harmed the life so i would i would and this is for climate change you know a lot of people think that climate change is all tied to fossil fuels but really it's about the health of nature and the love of nature like why do we care about global warming and and fossil fuels raising the temperature a little bit it's because we worry that life won't be able to survive and actually you know healthy forests sequester carbon and all of that but healthy forests maybe can survive a couple degrees or warming who knows but i think it's i'm not an expert on the science behind why a healthy forest is good for climate change but i do know that that's the case and it's pretty clear and i don't think anyone is actively against nature at this point they might be against 
um, decreasing fossil fuels, but they're not against nature. So I, that's what I would do. That's one thing I would do about climate change. Um, so what would I do about fossil fuels? I think one thing I would do as prime minister is I would say I don't know a lot more than the previous prime ministers have done. I would be honest about the fact that it's very hard to get off of fossil fuels. You can't just force people to stop using fossil fuels. And it, no matter what you think about the science, like it's probably not good. Like if, if we're just thinking about it without studying the science of why fossil fuels co cause global warming, like just think about it. It's, it's, it's pollution. It's probably not good. <laughs> so what would I do? I don't know. I would say I don't know, and I would talk to people about, well, how how can we decrease your reliance on fossil fuels? You need a car. You need to drive to work. Well, what if you didn't need to drive to work? Here's one. I would... I would do some serious um, research on universal basic income very quickly. I would even try to actually put in a universal basic income, which is, for those of you who don't know, it's providing everyone with their basic needs. Um, regardless of whether they have a job or not. So giving everyone like, I don't know, 1200 bucks a month for rent and food and everything they need, like the minimum. And then still giving it to them, even if they have a job. And, you know, if, if they are starting to make lots of money and lots and lots of money, then of course you would tax those $1,200 back. Um, let's say if you're making over $200,000, there's another, there's a tax that would increase approximately that $1,200 a month that you are receiving. So if you're making $1,200 a month or $200,000 $200, a year, if you're making that much money, you are still receiving the $1,200 a month check from the government. But it gets taxed back. So that means that you could lose your job and you'd still be okay. That means that it's just like the government saying, I support you, I want you to live your life how you want. And I don't want you to be stuck. 
And that would also mean that people who need to drive to work and use fossil fuels may have the freedom to quit their job and try to find work that they don't need a car for, work that they could bike to or walk to. Or maybe people could try to find out how to live without working, which is a conversation that I think we need to have on a national level. Like, the indigenous indigenous people didn't have jobs. I mean, maybe they had different roles that people, people had, but they didn't have jobs that you had to do in order to make money and money that you had to make in order to survive. They just built their houses, they built their fires, they made their tools, they found food, they grew food, they hunted for food. And, you know, some people might say that that's not the lifestyle they want, but some people do want that lifestyle, and I want that to be an option for people in Canada. And how do you do that? Well, there's not enough land for everyone to go out hunting. We need, we need studies on how do you grow food sustainably in, on small pieces of land so that you can take care of yourself without needing to have a job. And how do you afford that land? So maybe as prime minister, I would, I would do tons of research into permaculture, like fund, how do you do permaculture the best? And permaculture is just a word for sustainable farming, sustainable growing food. Because the way we farm right now is not sustainable and it requires uh, continual importing of soil nutrients and fertilizer and stuff, which is not sustainable. Eventually the soil will just erode. Um, So I would do research in permaculture and I would, I don't know, maybe I would start things. Like here's a piece of land. If If you want to live off the land and try to do permaculture, you can have this piece of land. Um, something like that. I don't know. Um, obviously I haven't thought about this as much as I would have to, if I was actually becoming prime minister, I have to flush these ideas out a lot, but those are my ideas for now. It's probably more. I probably missed out on a lot of the issues. I didn't talk about immigration. I don't really know much about immigration or foreign policy or things like that. But anyway, um, the election is on Monday. It's Saturday today. You can't vote for me, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, but vote for someone. Bye for now.